back to Ayal's Geography Corner. It's been a while since our last episode, so let's skip the formalities and just get right into it with Benin, starting with its etymology. Benin, formerly known as the Republic of Benin, has had two well-known names in its history, the other name besides Benin being Dahomey. Dahomey was the name of a kingdom in the southern part of modern-day Benin before the French arrived, and when they took over the region, they borrowed that name for the whole colony. Benin, on the other hand, comes from the Bight of Benin, a large bay reaching from Ghana to Nigeria. And with that rather simple etymology done, let's take a look at the Beninese flag. The flag of Benin is extremely simple. It's a 2 by 3 tricolor, although not a tri-band, as the leftmost rectangle is vertical and the two on the right are horizontal. These three rectangles cover the entire flag, with the one on the left being green and the two on the right being yellow and red on the top and bottom respectively. Besides being the pan-African colors used by many African nations, the red represents the blood of the ancestors who died defending the Beninese homeland, as well as a link between the different parts of the country, while the green represents the southern palm trees and the yellow symbolizes the northern savannas. And with that easy flag done, let's move on to the National Coat of Arms. The Beninese Coat of Arms is another rather complicated one, so I recommend searching up an image to follow along with. It consists primarily of a shield, divided up into quadrants by a thin red cross. On either side of the shield is a leopard supporting it, the Beninese national animal. Atop the shield are two horns with sand and ears of corn within them, representing the country's prosperity. And the top left quadrant of the shield is a Somba-style castle, representing the nation's history. And the top right is the Star of Benin, the nation's highest award resembles a white Maltese cross with a black center point and blue outline overlaid atop a yellow sun. In the bottom of quadrant is a palm tree with a strikingly green trunk, as the palm tree is prevalent in southern Benin. And in the bottom right quadrant is the silhouette of a three-masted ship on a waveless ocean, representing the arrival of the Europeans. And with that, it's time to tackle the history of Benin. The lands that comprise Benin have been inhabited by tribes for hundreds of years, with the north mostly being inhabited by the Bariba and the south settled by the Yui-speaking peoples from modern-day Togo. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. In pre-colonial history, these two regions functioned completely separately from one another. At the kingdom of Alada Rose and then fell to Dahomey, the Bariba-founded Niki kingdom in the north remained largely unchanged. There was another group in the northwest, the Somba, but they never achieved kingdom status. Europeans first explored the Beninese coast in 1472, the explorers in question being the Portuguese, but trade did not truly begin until 81 years later in 1553, only to be joined in the 17th century by the English, French, and Dutch, among others. Of course, with this being the 1600s, the primary export was, unfortunately, enslaved persons. In fact, slave exports in this area reached such a degree that the Europeans came to know this region as the Slave Coast. The coastal kingdom of Ouida was the main center for the slave trade, and the slaves were primarily prisoners of war. Now, in the late 17th century, a man known as Lig Baja declared himself a king and formed the kingdom of Dahomey. Dahomey overran Alada in 1724, and then took Ouida just three years later. Alada, however, lived on in a way, as part of the royal family managed to flee east and form the kingdom of Porto Novo. And then came the kingdom of Oyo, who invaded and forcibly tributalized Dahomey, whom they would then rule over for the next 97 years. But in 1823, Dahomey fought back and won, freeing itself from Oyo rule. Their winning streak would not last forever though, as when they got ambitious and invaded Abokuta in modern-day Nigeria, 
the Dahomean forces were completely routed. It was also around this time that the French began their push to occupy the region. Former establishments had only been so much as a few forts and a French factory, all of which had been previously abandoned. But this time, the French were able to sink their fingers in deeper. First to be taken by the French was Porto Novo, followed shortly after by the port of Cotonou, and then, when they resisted this claim of land, the rest of the Kingdom of Dahomey was slurped up into a French protectorate. The French then expanded their claims northward until finally reaching the current Beninese borders. The region was first known as Benin, before changing its name to Dahomey in 1894, and in 1904 Dahomey joined French West Africa, coming to be known as the Latin Quarter because of the prevalence of missionaries in the area. In 1946, Dahomey gained French overseas territory status, the first step towards independence. In 1959, it became an autonomous republic in the French community, before finally gaining full independence just one year later. However, independent Dahomey was not a politically stable nation. Within 12 years of independence, the nation suffered a total of six successful military coups, the last of which led to a 14-year tenure following the ideals of Marxism-Leninism, and led to the renaming of the country to Benin, which after the replacement of Marxism-Leninism with a democratic system, is where the nation stands today. So now, let's take a look at the demographics of this unique slice of West Africa. The Beninese population of approximately 12 million people are almost entirely made up of regional ethnicities, with around 38.4% being Fon, 15.1% Aja, 12% Yoruba, or Nago, 9.6% Bariba, 8.6% Fulani, 6.1% Otomari or Somba, 4.3% Yolokpa, and the remaining 5.9% being made up of a mix of other ethnic groups. The official Beninese language is French, but the vast majority of the different ethnic groups in the country also had their own language, widely spoken alongside French by those belonging to the group. Benin is also very religiously diverse, with a significant minority following traditional religions and belief systems, some of which Benin is famous for, besides the large Muslim, Roman Catholic, and less large Protestant and other Christian groups. The urban-rural divide is almost a clean 50-50 split, and the vast majority of citizens live in the south part of the country. Benin uses a Type E electrical socket, uses the West African CFA franc as its currency, uses the .bj top-level domain, its national motto is Fraternité, Justice, Travail, and the national anthem is L'Aube Nouvelle. So with that covered, let's move on to the political boundary of the country. Benin is bordered by four other countries, Togo to the west, Burkina Faso to the northwest, Niger to the north, and Nigeria to the east, as well as the Atlantic Ocean in the south. Geographically, Benin is located in the West Africa region and covers around 44,000 square miles or 115,000 square kilometers of land area. The nation's capital is the city of Porto Novo, but the most populated city is Cotonou. Benin is split up into 12 departments, which are, from north to south, Alibori, Atacora, Borgo, Donga, Colines, Plateau, Zo, Kofo, Atlantique, Ueme, Mono, and Littoral, all of which I probably butchered. So, with the political boundaries covered, let's take a look at the physical landscape of Benin. Now, Benin can be relatively easily split up into five distinct topographical regions. In the far south is the coastal region, consisting of marshes, lagoons, and flat, sandy land. North of this lies the region known as the Bar Country, which is a Frankenization of the Portuguese word for clay. This region is primarily a flat, fertile plateau, with some minor hills dotted here and there. 
In the central regions of Benin lie four more plateaus, though these all rise to a lower maximum elevation than the far country, together comprising another region. These four are the Aborne, Keto, Apelhoe, and Zignando plateaus. In the northeast lies the Niger Plain, which descends into the Niger Valley, formed of sandstone and clay. Finally, in the northwest are a continuation of the Togo Mountains, known as the Atacora Mountains, rising up to 2,103 feet or 641 meters at their highest peak. In terms of flora, the south is mainly forested by palm trees, while in the north, vast expanses of savannas spread out across the land. Animal life is far more varied, with creatures such as leopards, elephants, crocodiles, lions, antelope, and more roaming the land. So now, let's end things off with a look at Beninese foreign relations. Benin actually has surprisingly few notable foreign relations, with those it does have primarily only regarding its direct border nations. Benin and Burkina Faso are in a bit of hot water with each other over a border dispute near Kualao. Meanwhile, Benin also has another border issue in the east, this time focusing on the exact location of its tri-point border with Niger and Nigeria. However, Benin's western neighbor, Togo, actually gets along quite well with Benin. They have no real border disputes and are actually in corroboration to plan out a large hydroelectric dam between the two nations. Benin is also part of the United Nations, the African Union, and ECOWAS, among other groups. And with all that said, that's it for this week of AL Geography Corner. Be sure to tune in next week when we'll be traveling to the Himalaya Mountains of Asia to visit the nation of Bhutan. Thank you.